mic is hot and the game is on. You're listening to News for the Nation podcast by Aces Nation, where we talk about nutrition, sports performance, the journey of a student athlete, and more. I'm Claire. I'm Zach. Time Time to to level level up. Welcome back, sports fans. Today, we've got special guest Kevin Hobbs with us, and we are so excited about this episode. So, um, Coach, thank you for being here with us. Just want to give you a quick bio so everyone knows exactly who you are. Kevin is a big deal in Tampa. He's born and raised, uh, but he went to Tampa Bay Tech where he's coaching right now. He's a defensive coordinator. Hey, my man was leading the team in interceptions his junior and senior year of high school. So good, it got him to Auburn. And so good at Auburn, my guy worked his way into the NFL, played for several years with a few different stops. So, Coach, we are so happy to have you here on News for the Nation podcast today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. Good good introduction. I like that bio. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, real quick, uh, get the stats in. But uh, also really glad to talk to you because we've had the chance to work together uh, for a little bit. um, And I was fortunate enough to go and do the testing session, uh, one testing session with your kids. And Mm -hmm. it was just an amazing experience. You've got a great staff there that you work with and you've got some great uh, young men that are your athletes as well. So really first off, like, uh, uh, hi, like give us a season recap, you know, give us some highlights of the year. Cause you guys had a great year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, uh, we had a great year. We didn't accomplish what we set out to accomplish. It's, you know, it's always state or bust for us. Right. Uh, so we didn't do that, but, uh, but overall, I think we had a really good season. Uh, we uh, ended up, uh, losing three games, uh, going uh, uh, eleven, uh, yeah, eleven and one, two, yeah, I think eleven and two, eleven and three, ten and three. Uh, so you know, we were we were had a pretty good season. Uh, we had a lot of a uh, lot of guys that came that came through, stepped up for us big time this year. Uh, you know, coaches, you know, coaches are on the same page. Uh, it, it just really was a pretty good season overall uh, at Tampa Bay Tech. You know, we really. Uh, not only we ourselves, but everybody looks for us to, you know, go deep into the playoffs every year. Uh, so we, we we got to the third round and uh, had, had a chance to win that game, uh, had a chance to win that game, made some mistakes early that kind of got us behind early uh, and didn't, you know, didn't quite, weren't able to quite pull it out. Uh, but overall, I'm proud of the kids uh, for what they were able to accomplish this year. Um, uh, anytime you can, you know, go to the playoffs, uh, uh, even if it's just the first round, it's, it's just a big accomplishment. Uh, but definitely, if you can uh, uh, win win a couple games and continue to uh, uh, keep that playoff run alive, it's definitely good. So, uh, definitely want to uh, congratulate uh, not only the co- head, the coaching staff, but as well as all of the players and and you know and all of those uh, parents and all of those who support uh, Tampa Bay Tech football. So overall, we had a, had a really good season. Looking forward yeah. to some bigger and better things next season. Absolutely. I mean, one of the I followed it all year, followed your schedule, uh, wasn't able to watch like all the games. But um, one of the most impressive things to me, like I don't know a lot about Florida high school football, but I know Armwood's good. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and they're they're a big time team. Right. So yeah. you lost the first time against them. But yeah. when it counted more, you yeah. guys played them later in the year, like at the end there, you beat them. What was yeah. that like for your players? Oh, uh, that was that was a that was great teaching moments. Uh, it was very exciting. 
uh, great teaching moments because Armwood is, uh, I guess, kind of considered our rival. Uh, they haven't beaten us, I think, in the last four or five years or so. Uh, and so they they came out on our own field. Uh, they came out and uh, did what they were supposed to do. They got a, a heck of a running back over there and uh, Gerard Pringle. Uh, I mean, he is really, really good. I uh, really respect his game. Uh, and uh, you had a couple other other key guys that they had, but really he was the key. Uh, to make that machine go, and so they, 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 he. I mean, he had an excellent game against us the first game. Uh, they won the district. Uh, they won the district. They were excited, uh, but uh, they beat us pretty convincingly. And but uh, one thing that football teaches you uh, is that if you lose by one, or if you lose by fifty, uh, it still counts as a loss. Uh, and so our kids, uh, you know, we kind of let a couple slide there at the end of the game. You know. You know, our kids kind of, you know, uh, I wouldn't say gave up, but it was more of a, man, they got this one. We'll get them the next time. So we were all excited for when the playoff uh, came out. Uh, we were excited that we had a chance to play them again. Uh, and so, you know, once they set out the different brackets and now we were like, you know, we're going to play them again. All right, we'll play them again. And definitely we're going to beat them this time. Uh, uh, and it really was a – I mean, they really couldn't do anything. I think defensively, uh, we had five interceptions, two return for touchdowns. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, I think Gerard Pringle. I think we kept him under under like thirty yards or something like that. Something crazy like that. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, I mean, we really, we really, uh, uh, pretty, we pretty, pretty, pretty good whooping on them, especially after what they had done to us on our home field. Uh, it was much sweeter because this one, this time was for all the marbles. So uh, it was much sweeter. Then again, the guys got the chance to really understand adversity. A lot of the things that we teach them, uh, we got a chance to see it live and in action. And so they were ready to go. Uh, the coaches did a really good job. Uh, coach Rob, uh, our head coach, getting us prepared. Uh, coach Palmer, uh, offensive coordinator. Uh, one thing that I said, because defensively, I, I felt like we lost the game the first time. Uh, well, I told Coach Palmer and I told Coach Roberts, uh, I said, uh, I'm going to have a plan and uh, we're going to win this. We're going to win if we play them again. So you guys can make you guys can take that one to the bank. Uh, uh, no. And so, uh, you know, he uh, embraced me, Coach Palmer, after the game and said, man, you said it. You said it. You know, and so it was it was it was really good. It was really good. Uh, I actually liked the matchup the first time, even though we lost. Uh, a lot of times you can learn a lot more in a loss than a win. So. Uh, I, I think we learned a lot more losing to them uh, the first time uh, and then being able to come back and beat them when it counted the most. Uh, I think that was really special, not only for our coaching staff, but for our, for our uh, guys as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I, as a former player, like, I get that too. Like, that's yeah. really nice when you can you can learn a lesson and it not be over, right, for right. the year and then come right. back and it's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you had talked about um, in the season already. I want you to take us back before the season. Talk about how uh, the training you guys did, um, whether that be skill-wise, whether that be lifting, conditioning, any of that stuff. How do you think that really prepared you for the year? Uh, games are <clears throat> games are always wanted me all season. Uh, so mm -hmm. that's a one of the things that we preach: uh, being able to not only prepare your uh, your body. Uh, physically uh, as well as mentally. Uh, I think that all starts in the all-season uh, summer program. Uh, and, uh, you know, you guys uh, really helped us with that this year in terms of 
putting a structured program together uh, of strength and conditioning. Because uh, typically I usually just do it, right? I usually go out uh, and kind of take them through some of the workouts that I had uh, from back in the day, uh, try to condense it a little bit. Because uh, I took uh, the workouts that we had in Seattle uh, and I kind of, you know, condensed it a little bit because, you know, for the time and, uh, you know, obviously they're high school kids. So right. um, so, so having that plan in place with the uh, nutrition, uh, the weightlifting the, and, the, and the conditioning, uh, I think that kind of really uh, helped us this year. And uh, over the summer, I think we had a great summer program. Uh, I think we had a great uh, uh, program where guys were really competing uh, in the weight room, getting after it, uh, then going to the field and doing the same thing as far as the conditioning. Uh, and I think that's really where we kind of honed in who we were going to be as a team. Uh, because, again, uh you don't win games on Friday nights. Uh, you win games, you know, during the summer, uh, getting prepared, uh, getting your body prepared for a long season. And like we tell our guys, uh, you know, plan before the season over the summer. We tell them, don't plan to go anywhere for Thanksgiving, okay, because we'll be practicing and we'll be playing Thanksgiving weekend. So, uh, and so, so the summer program was a really, really big key for us this past year. Uh, being able to uh, less injuries this year uh, for us uh, that we had in the previous years, uh, just simply because our bodies were were ready for uh, for the task at hand. So a lot of credit to you guys, uh, Zach, for you coming out. You guys coming up with that program, which uh, I fell in love with it the first time I saw it because I knew how it would benefit our players. Uh, and so, um, so that was that that was a, a a big thing for us to really prepare us for the season. Because uh, again. Uh, going to the seven on sevens and you know doing those things is great, but the workout, uh, the workouts were were top tier uh, this past summer for us. That's awesome. I mean, two of the things that I loved about what you just said is number one, people were competing, right? So mm-hmm. all your intent has to be high, or else the results right. aren't going to be as good as you want. And the yeah. second thing is you is you guys reduced injuries because you want your guys to play on Friday night, not right. you know not lift as much as they can and then be sitting on the sidelines and right, you know right. street clothes so exactly yeah so <laughs> I, i'm just happy to hear that um and i'm glad that that just was in line with the rest of your success throughout the year so right. that's fantastic and the, end, and the end season program that you guys had because normally we don't technically have an end season program uh but the maintenance lifts with the end season program was was actually very beneficial for us as well like, yeah, man, keep, keep yeah. the the strength level high, you know, keep the body producing force at a good rate. That's awesome. Right. Right. You, you got to do that. I, I think that's right. one thing a lot of coaches miss out on is that they build all this strength through the off season and then they don't train during the year. Right. And then like all that work you did in the summer is just gone. And yeah. I don't know, yeah. in, like five weeks or so. Yeah. 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 So that was, that was big for us this year. Uh, especially like I said, with the injuries and being able to, uh, maintain such a high uh, level of play in terms of the intensity, uh, especially later in the season, our, our schedule got tougher as it went on. So, uh, being able to compete physically, uh, uh, at that level was, uh, what was a credit to the summer program, but as well as the end season lifting and the maintenance program. That's awesome. <clears throat> So I, we've already mentioned that, that I was there for the testing session. And I know one of the constraints that you have is like the size of your weight room and how many guys you need to fit in there at one time. Right. Uh, but maybe outside of that, 
Do you think there were there any other challenges that you faced as far as uh, regards to player performance on the field, whether that was equipment availability or space um, nutrition? We, you know, you and I had mentioned off there weather conditions in Florida is tough right, sometimes right, certain right. parts of the year to get practice. Um, right. do, do you remember you have anything off the top of your head, any challenges that you guys face and, and how did you overcome those things? I think the like we were talking about offline, I think the wet ball. Uh, I think every coach hates that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and this is the most, I think, in the past couple of years, I think this is the most we've ever not practiced uh, because of the, the wet bulb. It being too hot outside. Uh, and I guess, you know, it's getting hotter and hotter each year, seems like. Uh, and so uh, some of the things that we did is we would go out with, you know, no pads on, uh, no pads on the first part of the uh, practice. Uh, and then, you know, by the time it cooled down, then we were able to put the pads on and then finish practice. So we would come out, you know, put our pads to the side, uh, come out, you know, just go through our walkthroughs, go through our in installation periods, uh, go through our uh, 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 conditioning periods, uh, uh, go through all that stuff early on without the pads. And then once we were able to get the pads on when it cooled down, then we were able to finish practice that way. So I thought that was one of the things that we as a team, uh, coaching staff and players, uh, I, I think we kind of overcame that uh, in that regard. So I thought that was really well to be able to still focus and get the practices in. Uh, I know one day playing the NFL, a lot of times we had walkthroughs and then we had practice. Uh, and so mm -hmm. that was one of the things that I you know, wanted to, to do because uh, football is really, it's a lot, mental, lot more mental than people actually you know, want to believe. Uh, and so for us to be able to get those walkthroughs and then get the installation periods going, uh, get the uh, pursuit drills for defense, get the uh, set rep for offense and those things, uh, I, I think we were able to do that. And then once we were able to put the pads on, we were able to, you know, uh, finish practice with team periods and, and those things, with, get a little competition in there. Uh, so that was good. That was one of the main things that we kind of had to overcome were the challenges. And then the next thing I think is just our facilities. Uh, we don't have uh, the best facilities or the, uh, the best size uh, uh, in terms of our weight room and those things. Uh, we're actually supposed to be getting a new weight room this year. So we'll see how that goes, getting uh, more space and more equipment. Uh, that will definitely be beneficial for us because now we typically uh, have to split it up because we can't fit the entire football team in the weight room at the same time. Uh, so we typically uh, have a group goes to study hall then we have a group that lifts uh, then we switch, and then, you know, we'll do conditioning at the end. Everybody will do conditioning at the end. So uh, that was something that was kind of uh, kind of challenging, you know, not being able to uh, get all the guys in because you want certain guys to live with certain guys. So uh, uh, in terms of being able to match up, you know, the strength and getting the most out of each kid. Uh, so that was another challenge that I think we had to overcome. Uh and, uh, you know, I, I think we handled those, you know, situations pretty well. Uh, and sometimes, you know, uh, the old cliche, and I hate cliches, but the old cliche, you know, when life gives you limits, you know, make lemonade type of thing. So uh, we just have to work with what we have. Uh, no, no need to complain about anything that you can't control. Uh, so we can't control the weather. We can't control the size of the weight room. Uh, so those are things that we, you know, we just had to do. What we had to do come up with some innovative ways to to re really still get 
uh, uh, everything out of the kids uh, to help them to win on Friday night. So, uh, so those are a couple of challenges that we had, and you know, I, I, I think we, for the most part, uh, fared pretty well uh, in overcoming those challenges and adversity. Yeah, I'm, I think you made some great points there about adjusting the practices and then making the adjustments that you need to based on the the restraints that you have. I mean, right. Obviously, I've been in the facility. I know that when I came for the testing, that was one of the things that I had to think about when I first got in there and saw the room was, okay, how are we going to make this work for right. all these people? <laughs> and which which test am I going to be able to put back to back and it be as effective? You know, right. so it, it kind of challenged me that day when I came in, but yeah. uh, but it was awesome to, to be there and have that experience. And uh, I, I want to go back to the practice uh, model that you talked about that you had. So football gets more intricate, you know, and it gets uh, a lot more complicated at higher levels. And that trickles mm -hmm. down, right? Like uh -huh. everything at the top it always trickles down, right? And now you get into high school and these schemes are, are getting kind of crazy and everyone's starting to really think about a little more about player care as right. concussion awareness goes up as, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe all these models about like uh, injury mitigation by having less full contact practices. Mm -hmm. um, so you had those obstacles with the heat right maybe mm -hmm. it worked out to your benefit right where mm -hmm. you're able to go over you know responsibilities uh go over schemes against different formations um and maybe it, it put less wear and tear on your guys by not going full pads the whole time you know right. like so is that something that you consider moving forward into the next season you know i mean it is getting hotter and hotter it seems like every right. year so you probably have the same situation happening right. but you know may maybe you get to a year where it's not as hot and you could practice right. full pads the whole time but is it something you you do or don't do now that you've had the experience and success of of not having it that way you know right. uh, I, I think it works because again uh one of the things we also did was we were able to watch more film mm -hmm. uh which a lot mm -hmm. of time we you know we don't have a lot of time to watch film uh every level that you go to you know when i played in in auburn we watched more film than we did when I was in high school. When I went to the NFL, that's all you did, right? Uh, so that's why it's hard for me to watch football now. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you watch so much film because, again, like I said earlier, the game is mental, right? It's 90% mental, 10% physical. You know you're going to get hit. All right, so it, you know, knowing what your opponents are trying to do to attack what you're trying to do uh, beforehand gives you a, uh, you know, more of an advantage. So us sometimes not being able to go to the field, but, you know, after install, we were able to go on the film and see this is what this is supposed to look like. Uh, and again, that preparation mentally, right? Because again, it's, you know, you're going to get a hit in football. You know, you're going to be hot. You know, you're going to be tired. Uh, but if you understand what you're supposed to be doing to the, you know, to the highest degree, uh, then that way when you get tired, Right. You, you won't you know, you won't slip on your responsibilities or your assignments. So, again, I think that was uh, uh, I think that's going to be implemented. Like you said, whether or not we are able to go outside this year, I don't expect this to. But uh, if even if we are able, I think uh, getting that extra film study in, getting the extra walkthroughs in, uh, more of the understanding of the game from the, the mental aspect of the game, uh, I think that's something that you know, needs to be uh, implemented in, in, in the plan. So uh, and speaking of that, I was going to actually, because most guys work out and train, you know, you got all these trainers and those things, but I, I, want, I want, think I wanted to start and open up some type of academy 
to just teach the game of football from the mental perspective because everybody works out, right? Everybody's a trainer. Mm -hmm. Everybody works out. Uh, But again, the most important part of the game is knowing what to do. Uh, so you can, you know, you can work out, you can be the strongest guy, the fastest guy, but if you don't know what to do or you don't know how the other team is trying to attack what you do, uh, then, you know, it's it's all for naught. So, uh, so you know, being able to get in and, you know, watch more film, understand your assignment a little bit more, I think that's something that we're going to, you know, make sure we implement going forward, whether or not we are able to go outside or not. Yeah, I mean, here we are having this podcast on National Signing Day, right? So I I think you made a good point about when you go to college, right? You you watch more film. And if you learn how to watch film in high school, like you're doing with your players, it really helps those guys that are moving on to the next level. I know that was was big for me. I watched a ton of film in high school because our coaches taught us how to do it. And I would watch it on my own, right? Learn tendencies, you know, figure out what we can do against these formations. And... Then I go to college. We watch a lot of film, and I'm like, "Yeah, I love watching film. This is great." Right. Like, I, you know, right. I'm not stunned, not shocked by it, any of that stuff, right? right? So, right. I think it's great that you're teaching them early to get into those. And and you know what? You should start that academy sometime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, let us know. yeah, yeah. I definitely will. Yeah, we. I, got, I had a couple guys last year that went to college, and uh, they were able to step right in and play because they were like, "Coach Hobbs, like the same day, you know." The playbook that you had is we have the exact same playbook here. So they mm-hmm. were they were able to. He said the terminology is a little bit different, which I said most coaches may call something different, but the concepts will still be the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were able to step right in and play because they understood how to watch them. They understood uh, the playbooks, the concepts and those things. Uh, so so that, that that's important. No, yeah, 100 yeah. percent. That's when you know you're developing people for the next level yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so kind of speaking about your uh, playing history, your playing mm-hmm. career, and the fact that you went to Tampa Bay Tech, and now mm-hmm. you're there coaching. So how does your story, your career, mm-hmm. help you connect to the players a little bit more? Like there's got to be that elevated level of respect that you have immediately because you you, were, you played the NFL, right? You played mm-hmm. SEC school, but also mm-hmm. because – you came from where they're coming from, right? right so how, right. how does that relationship, how does your career and your history help you connect to them a little bit better? Uh, well, the first thing is uh, I've been to the places where they're trying to get to. Uh, so that's always the first thing is that um, even when I was in high school, we used to always you know, talk about our coaches like, how is this coach telling He wants us to do all this stuff. He can't even do it. Uh, so, so that's the first right. thing is the respect that they get because I'm trying. They're trying to get to a place that I've already been. Uh, and on top of that, I still work out with them. I still run with them. Uh, so those things, right off the bat, I get their respect, right? Because they know, uh, well, Coach Hobbs not going to tell us something that he's not going to do himself. So they immediately that gets that respect. And I think coming from tech, even when I was playing in the NFL, I used to still go out to tech. Uh, coach Roberts now, he was, he was he's the head coach now. He was the DB coach back then. Okay. And that's how I first met him. And uh, I always wanted the kids to get a, a, a understanding that if I made it from here, you guys can make it from here. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think uh, – because I, I never really wanted to coach. I just always went around – uh, Tampa Bay Tech, because that's why I went to school. You know, I always gave back, donated to the school. Uh, 
you know, did those things. And just being around the program, the more and more I came out, the more and more I felt like I have so much more I can give to these kids. Uh, so for me, getting into culture was more about what I can give to them, right? And so if I'm going to be around a lot and not say anything, then I felt like I was doing the kids a disservice. I felt like I was cheating them. Uh, and so that's kind of really why I started to coach. And I think me having ties to the program, I think the kids understand what my purpose is there, right? I don't get paid. Mm -hmm. I'm not there for a check. Uh, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, go coach college football or anything like that. Uh, so I think they understand when I tell them things, uh, when I basically – uh, get on them about something, whether I try to instruct them about something, they understand that it's coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of trying to see them get to the levels that they or accomplish the goals that they set out to accomplish. Uh, so I think being from that particular school, I think they get that understanding uh, mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, you know, because a lot of days with all of this uh, NIL recruiting, a lot of high school coaches trying to get to the college level, using the kids to do it. Uh, you know, and so it's it's almost like a business, even at the high school level. Uh, and so, but again, by me having accomplished all of those things, right, uh, uh, playing in college, playing in the NFL, uh, going to uh, coming from, doing all of that coming from Tampa Bay Tech, uh, that's one of the things I think they they really respect about me is that mm -hmm. man, Coach Hobbs went here. So if he went here, then I could go there. You know, right. Mm -hmm. And also being able, I was not only an athlete, I was a student athlete. So I graduated with a 3.9 GPA. So, wow. You know, being, yeah, being able to basically walk in the shoes that they're in, it's like, go. Uh, I can tell you to go to class and get your grades up because I did it. I can tell mm -hmm. you that you need to work harder because I did it. I can tell you that, you know, uh, you need to not only work while you're here, but work on your own. Cause I did it right. So everything that I'm telling them, they know that I did it too. Right. And so yeah. if I'm telling you to do the things that I've done and I was mm -hmm. able to accomplish the things that I've accomplished. Right. If you follow that, right. Then you will probably do the same, accomplish the same goals that you want to accomplish. And so yeah. I think it's a yeah wonderful thing. Uh, ben, I, I mean, I love it. I love being able to impart uh, uh, something, some knowledge into the young men that not only will help them in just high school or college, but for the rest of their life. Man, and that's when I think they, they automatically respect you because of the football side, right? They respect you because you came from the same school that they're trying to, you know, move on from. But also, like, I mean, when, when they learn, like, what type of person you are, like, like you said, you're not doing it for a paycheck, right? You're doing it so they can learn things that help them in sport, but things that help them the rest of their life, right? It just tells them that you're a genuine person. And I think that that just draws them in a little bit more, right? And that, right. like, it's awesome because those kids are going to remember you for the rest of their life, right, you know? Right, and that's yeah. And that's a big thing. Uh, I had a, one kid, uh, uh, he just committed to USF today, uh, and a really good player. And at the beginning of the year, uh, I didn't think he was reaching his full potential. Uh, and so I didn't, uh, he didn't start the first game. And then, uh, he told his dad, uh, his dad, I mean, I don't think coach Hobbs likes me, you know? And, uh, it was crazy. <laughs> I talked, I talked with his dad, uh, and I said, uh, I said, uh, why doesn't he think, I said, why, what, did he give you a reason? 
He said, because, like, it's just like he don't really, like, he don't really tell me uh, that I did something good. He always just points out to me, you know, what I could have done better. Uh, and I, and I, it's crazy. I gave him a story about a coach I had in college. That was the same way. I, I thought this guy hated me, you know. And uh, when I went to the NFL, he was like, this is why I was always so hard on you, because I knew you had more in the tank than what you were giving out. Uh, mm-hmm. And I remember I told the dad that then I had a conversation with the kid and I was like, my job uh, is to bring the best out of you. All right. And make you, uh, to get you to be the best you that you can be. So if I'm not saying that. Right. Because if you didn't have the potential to be better, then I wouldn't get on you. Right. right? It, it's just mm-hmm. the way it is. I say now, if I'm not talking to you, that's when you should be worried. Uh, <laughs> that, that probably that probably means that. That's all you got, right? And so there's nothing else Mm -hmm. for me to say there. So once he understood that he really, at that point, he was starting for us and he became, you know, obviously a a vital piece to us being successful this year. Uh, But it goes to show, you know, just like what you were saying, I think they respect the fact that I'm honest with them. I'm upfront with them, you know. And again, Mm -hmm. uh, your parents and the fans are there to tell you how great you're doing. Right. right. <laughs> My job is to tell you uh, what you need to improve on to get you to play better than what you uh, think that you can play. Right. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Aces Nation is a team of former college athletes and coaches on a mission to improve the sports culture experience and change today's expectations. We do this by helping every player maximize their athletic potential with professional programs to improve strength, speed, nutrition, and mental toughness, and by using sports to create a direct pathway to college with a guaranteed college scholarship program for all student-athletes. Visit acesnation.org to learn more and schedule a demo. Let's go. Again, we're here with Coach Kevin Hobbs, defensive coordinator, Tampa Bay Tech, uh, played at Auburn, defensive back, played in the NFL for several years. Uh, Coach, Tampa Bay Tech is Title I school, right? For a lot of people who don't know, that's in a, a high percentage of low economic status for everyone. Um, can you talk about the impact of having those free meals and what that means to your kids at some point in time where, I, I mean, I've, I've coached people. Uh, I worked at the high school level as a volunteer assistant. And I know we had some, some kids who were just not eating, didn't have the opportunity to have a lot of meals, right? Like outside of what the school is providing. So um, nutrition is a big part of, being able to recover, being able to have the energy to perform. And um, can you talk about the impact there? And like, I, I would assume that means a lot to, for your kids to be able to have meals for right. them if they're not able to outside of school. Right, right. Uh, and again, we, a lot of our kids are kids that come from uh, troubled backgrounds, uh, not both parents in the home, uh, some some even living with uh, grandmothers, aunts, and, and those types of things. So, uh, they that that's a challenge in and of itself uh, dealing with mm-hmm. that. Uh, but like you said, being able to eat and, and it's still a journey, right? Getting the kids to understand how nutrition affects your play. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's still, you know, to this day, you know, something that uh, we're still working on uh, understanding that. And uh, even the uh, the uh, surveys that you guys have about nutrition, hydration, those things, it hel- it's helping them. I had one uh, guy come up to me yesterday. It was like, yeah, I, mean, I didn't know that if I eat this, food, mm-hmm. it would help me do this. Right. And so uh, that's, but that's, that's all. Yeah. That's always a, 
a, a battle because most of the kids either don't like the food uh, mm -hmm. that they're getting. So I'm like, you guys have to eat because if we're going to come out and do strenuous work and strenuous activities, you need nutritious, uh, nutrients and you need those things in your body to give you the energy to, to, to do it. Uh, and yeah. so, you know, being able to provide free meals, uh, being able to provide them things that they, you know, otherwise wouldn't be able to do. Uh, I think that's big. I think that's big. Uh, helps our kids, uh, you know, with making sure they eat, making sure they're prepared, uh, especially in this hot sun coming out to work out, uh, that, mm -hmm. you know, nutrition is a really, really big thing. So uh, I think we do great. Uh, being able to get the free meals at school, uh, being able to even if, whether they, even if they don't like it, you know the fact that they at least have something to eat. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's that's big. That's that's really big because again, especially in high school, even when I played, I just wasn't able to gain weight. You know what I mean? I just mm -hmm. wasn't able to gain weight. I never thought I would be because I was I was a little small in high school. I just never thought I would be any bigger than like one sixty five. I just never thought mm -hmm. that. Uh, and everybody's like, man, when you get to college, I'm telling you, you're going to gain that freshman 20. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to ever get to 190. You know, that was like mm -hmm. my playing weight, right? So so I just, yeah. and, and again, nutrition was a huge part of that. At college, they make sure you get breakfast, mm -hmm. lunch, dinner, and they make sure you get the snacks. I mean, even, I'm sure now, I mean, it's even, I mean, I'm sure they had a whole, a whole, you know, gourmet meals and everything now. It's crazy so. <laughs> now. Yeah. yeah. So, but, uh, but nutrition, I think it's big. I think it's big for us to be able to get the free meals for our kids uh, who, you know, sometimes don't know what they're going to eat at home. So mm -hmm. I think that's big. Yeah. That's great to hear. I mean, even my experience of working in D1 college football, there were similar mm -hmm. challenges of you know, you're giving free food, but maybe they don't like it or it's not right. hot and they want it cool or whatever it is. So there's always going to be that, you know, kind of education around, you know, maybe it's not your favorite thing or it's not the most practical, but if you don't eat it, these are going to be the consequences. And right. I'd rather you be a little uncomfortable and it not be your favorite food versus you passing out on the field later. Um, right. So it's, it's really great to hear that the the course or just some of those shorter education things inside the app have been helpful and just bringing more awareness around the nutrition part um, because mm -hmm. I think that helps to just kind of open their minds a little bit versus having you know having somebody come in and just ha you know talk to them for five minutes it's it's nice right. that they get like a touch point kind of every week to, right. to show like hey this impacts your performance or this does too and that's kind of in the back of their mind going through the day. Right, right. And and they're such competitors, so they want to compete. Like, mm -hmm. this going to help me, you know, if I eat this one thing, if this going to help me, like, some of, we have some kids that are like, I'm trying to get every advantage that I can get. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so it's good. That, and again, you don't know what you don't know. Uh, and so, you know, the fact that that, that brings awareness uh, to, to certain types of foods, uh, what mm -hmm. it provides for them, what it does to their body, I, I think that, uh, I think that helps a lot. Yeah, great. Oh, that's so good to hear. Sure. All right, Coach, we covered a lot of stuff uh, on the last year and with the school. Uh, I wanted to finish with uh, a future sight of what your goals are in the offseason as it relates to player development. Uh, well, first things first uh, is getting stronger, uh, bigger, stronger, faster. Uh, that's always the goal going into the offseason. Uh, to get bigger, stronger, faster. Uh, that's, you know, that's the name of the game. Uh, mm -hmm. Being able to, uh, you know, be, compete 
you know, be bigger, stronger, faster than everybody else that we play. Uh, so that's a uh, one of the most important things heading into the offseason. Uh, we typically uh, uh, develop the strength aspect of it first. Uh, so we don't do the conditioning the first four weeks. You know, when we uh, right now, we're just we're just uh, weightlifting and study hall. Uh, and so we want to build that strength aspect. Uh, then the next six weeks, we'll go through different phases. The next six weeks, uh, we'll add the conditioning side uh, to the study hall and as well as the weightlifting. So uh, those are uh, what we how we go into the uh, spring uh, and then into the summer uh, as straight condition uh, uh, conditioning lifting, uh, uh, and then it's just just getting after it. Uh, also, we'll have uh, install periods to where we'll have meetings. Uh, about the plays, even in the offseason. Uh, I'll go over the defensive plays. Coach Promo will take the offense. He'll go over the offensive plays uh, and be able to uh, uh, really tackle the mental aspect of the game as well. Uh, because like I said earlier, that's a big part of it. Uh, not just waiting till the season starts to go over the plays, and but uh, making sure they understand what their assignment is first uh, and then understanding how uh, the opposing team may try to attack what they're doing. Uh, and again, that starts in the offseason. So player development, we have different stages for it. Uh, again, the first thing is just strength. Uh, the next thing is then the speed. Uh, most of our, uh, all of our skill guys run track. All right, so That's we great. make all of the skill guys yeah. run track. So then after track practice, they'll come in and get their lift. Uh, and so, you know, we're, 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 you know, that's how we kind of develop our players in the offseason, uh, bigger, faster, stronger, uh, and then uh, obviously incorporating the mental side of it as well. Uh, going, you know, having meetings, going over the plays, you know, breaking it down. So I get a chance to uh, break it down from, you know, A, B, and C, right? So mm -hmm. uh, the defense escape, this is our base defense, right? So I'll go over the base defense for a week, mm -hmm. right? Just the base defense yep. where the D-line lines up, linebackers, just this one coverage, because if we get in trouble during a game, we can always go back to base defense, right? And so right. Uh, that's, you know, a way to kind of basically uh, uh, prepare them mentally for, you know, what they're supposed to be doing before we get into any of the other stuff. And again, it's just like even in school, right? Learning the basics first, all right, will then, you know, catapult you to being able to take on more and more. Uh, so I, I think they, uh, Coach Roberts really has a, a, a good plan of how he wants to do things. And he's very open to listening to myself or any of the other coaches uh, as long as it helps our kids. So, uh, yeah, so our player development, uh, again, goes. Uh, uh, and obviously, you know, the school school goes without saying uh, uh, getting the schoolwork first. I always, you know, tell them that, that the school itself is way bigger than the football field. Right. That means right. that that's probably the most important thing. Right. Because it's, it's way bigger. Uh, yeah. So so student, you know, students first, you know, they get their books and then we get into the development side of them becoming a better football player. And if each individual does their part, uh, we become better as a team. Yeah, 100 percent. I'm I'm glad to hear that you do the study hall part of it, because I think that's important to set that pattern, those habits of just being consistent as a student, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to compete in the classroom as well as competing on the field. So right. good to hear that you guys do that stuff as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. sounds like a good plan. I mean, yeah. too, bad, too bad I don't go there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Coach, we really appreciate you taking the time to just talk to us about the great team that you have there, the great coaching staff, you know, Coach Rob and everyone else that you work with there. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, we're really happy to be partnering with you uh, through our Connect app and, and providing whatever we can to help you guys be better, faster, stronger, and healthier right throughout the season. So if there's anything that we could do for you, you know, please let us know. We're definitely just not not far away or, or not outside of a phone call or anything like that. So we're so glad that you joined us today on the podcast and, and we uh, wish you all the best as you go into the off season, especially next year uh, into season. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate it. Uh, you know, on behalf of myself and, you know, Coach Roberts and the entire uh, Tampa Bay Tech staff, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, again, when I first uh, met Tim and he was telling me about everything, uh, I, I, I wanted, I was on board immediately just because I know what it takes to get to that next level. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys certainly have uh, uh, the, the, the plan in, in place uh, for our high school student athletes to really excel uh, and get to that next level. So uh, really appreciative. And like you said, you guys are always a uh, phone call away. Uh, uh, you guys are, you know, any questions that I have, you guys are there to always answer them. Uh, and so again, I really appreciate you guys for having me on. And again, uh, it's just been great working with you guys. And, uh, uh, I look forward to continue uh, working with you guys and really, you know, getting more people to understand what it is you guys do and how effective it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we Thank appreciate you. you, man. Yeah. yeah. So can't wait to see what you guys do next season. We're really excited. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will catch you on the next one.